La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding, ding, dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum, tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Hey, bonjour Rugby Friends and welcome to a new edition of the French Rugby Connection. C'est moi, Véronique Landieu, and all the way from Cornwall. Oh, Bill Hooper. Bill, Bill, only 10 days until Christmas. Yes, what's Father Christmas going to bring in his big bag for us, us rugby friends, eh? I don't know, a few tickets to go to the Six Nation Games, maybe. And guess what? I have some news regarding the ticket office from the Six Nation. Um, there have been 400,000 requests for the three games that are going to take place in France for the Six Nation. The first one taking place in Marseille against Ireland on the 2nd February. Lille will be the hosting town for the game between France and Italy on the 25th of February. And then La France contre l'Angleterre in Lyon. Guess how many, how many places they are for the 400,000 requests? Well, I would say there's probably about 100, oh, I don't know, 160,000 places. Very close, very close. Yes, 175,000 places available yeah. only for 400,000 requests. So it's never seen before. I think the having the World Cup, despite the fact that we lost in the quarterfinal two months ago. Oh, I'm, why am I, where is my violin? Uh, but, you know, we're getting there slowly. You know, French rugby has really, really known a huge success amongst a new audience. Well, it does. And I think the great thing in France is, It's not just the winning, it, it, it's the la manière, how you play. Um, the French people love the way the, the French team plays and that's, that's a big thing. That's why there's 400,000 people wanting tickets for these games. And despite the fact there will be no um, Ministre Monsieur Antoine Dupont this time, but uh, still it's going to be amazing. Fabien's, you know, uh, usual suspect, the likes of, of course, uh, Jalibet. Uh, by and, and and so on. So it's going to be a wonderful experience. And by that time, I think, uh, from the 2nd of February, the Bleu would have recovered from the disappointment of finishing the World Cup during the, the quarterfinal. So, uh, yes, yeah, so it would be a part two for Monsieur Fabien Gattier. So it's looking good, very, very good. And one thing I, Fabien Gattier was asked during a French um, press conference a few years ago, I think it was in 2019, when he took over the reign, he was asked by one journalist, so, Monsieur Gattier, what, what is your objective now? And Fabien Gattier said, I want to make sure that the French fall in love with rugby. And I think it's mission accomplished. Definitely. I think so. He certainly, he certainly got his team playing the way The French people love to see it play. And if they can just keep building on that and build on it again in, in the forthcoming Six Nations, then that'll, that'll be great. Even without Monsieur Dupont, um, if they can build a team, a squad that can really challenge the best in Europe and then go on and challenge again um, in the next few years to try and finally win that World Cup. Yes, four years to go. So um, let's talk about the Champions Cup, Bill. 
I have to say, it didn't start so great for the French team, I'm afraid. No, overall, a little bit disappointing. Um, as we say in English, a bit like a curate's egg, good in parts, not so good in others. But yeah, it started promisingly enough, didn't it, on the Friday night uh, with a wonderful win by bordeaux Begler in at Connock by 41 points to five, with Damien Penault scoring yet again. Again and again. He's in really hot form, isn't he? He is indeed, yes. Yes, I think, uh, and uh, he'll be looking to carry on again this coming week uh, when uh, uh, Bordeaux-Bergler play at home to Bristol on Saturday. Yes, definitely. That should be an interesting one. Uh, so... Bristol actually won only just, only just thanks to the last kick of, uh, of Shady, you know, against Lyon. The score was 36 to 34. So that would be interesting. Bordeaux against Bristol. I think I recall a few years ago, Bristol welcomed Bordeaux in Ashton Gate and against all expectation because Bordeaux wasn't too well known at that stage. They won in Ashton Gate, so that's, uh, I think, um, I still see this time round that Bordeaux will will bag a win. Yeah, I think so. I think Bordeaux will want to, to, to back up the, the win in, in Ireland last week, and uh, it's uh, certainly a good chance back home in, in, in Bordeaux to back up that win and get uh, get a good, a good result against them. And, uh, you know, Bristol... <sighs> Bristol didn't have it all their own way against Lyon, did they? Um, I mean, they were winning quite well at half-time, but then Lyon came back and actually led going into the final minutes. And then, unfortunately, they conceded a try and then Ashidi's conversion won the game. Exactly. C'est la vie, c'est le rugby. That's all we can say. And there was um, another game, Toulon against Exeter. So Toulon started really, really well in Stade Mayol. You know, during halftime, they were leading 18 to 5. And then 20 yeah. minutes before the end of the game, Serin got injured. He injured his um, shoulder. He will be off for four months, which is very unfortunate for, for Fabien Gatier. And everything fell like a castle of cards. And the, <laughs> the final score was 19 to 18. Exeter won. In- and, and with the, the final kick of the game from Henry Slade, a remarkable comeback from Exeter. Um, you know, they, they had an early lead, but then they found, as you say, they, they found themselves 18 5 down at half time. But uh, Exeter came back and, and scored. 14 points in the second half without reply and uh, and won the game. I, a big surprise. I really did, did not think that Toulon would be beaten by Exeter, especially at uh, Stade Mayol. Exactly. That was a bit of a surprise, but hey. Um, however, Toulouse, uh, not surprisingly, you know, won massively against Cardiff. Uh, the score was 52-7 and we had all the big all the motivated players, you know, from Toulouse. Toulouse is taking very seriously the Champions Cup. As they always do. It's, they really are the, the, perhaps the French side that really have always taken the, the Champions Cup seriously. Um, and uh, a good debut for Blair King, Kinghorn coming in, the Scots player. He scored, uh, he's got, he got himself a score, a try, and uh, seven tries for the, the Rouge et Noir. So a great start to the campaign for Toulouse uh, and uh, 
as I said, once again, they'll be looking to back that up again when they travel to Harlequins on Sunday. They are. What a match is going to be. Queens against Toulouse uh, in the shadow of Twickenham. Um, really, really, really good games. You know, I wish I, 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 I could go. Uh, there are a few French supporters, actually, that uh, support Queens, you know, French-related supporters like uh, Michel Roux, for instance. Well, he's more English than French, but he's got some French origin. Massive, massive fan. So I'm sure he'll be there, the VIP seat. Uh, but yes, that's it's going to be a tough game, I think, for Toulouse. Hence, I mean, the, the way Queen's played last yeah, weekend. Yeah, Smith had a tremendous game at, at La Défense, didn't he, against Racing. He really ran the show and, uh, he, yeah, he, he certainly showed why people think he's such a great player. And, um, yeah, I mean... Disappointing from Racing because again they're they're a side that likes to take the the Champions Cup seriously and uh, they've been finalists on three occasions. So I know the president at uh, Racing very much wants to get his uh, the, the name of Racing on that cup, and so that's a disappointing start for them. That's one of the wish of Jackie Lorenzetti. You you have put on there, I know too. To ensure that uh, Racing 92 manages to get one star, like you said in the last, I think, six or seven years, they've been finally three times, three times. So, um, so close, so close, but so far away. And yes, I mean, I have to say, I have to praise the Queens. They were mag magnificent. Racing's defense was weak. It was full of holes. Yeah, they were very, very disappointing performance from Racing really it really was um, to let the game slip away like that was um, I'm sure there was a few few questions asked uh, in the uh, in the dressing rooms after the game because that wasn't the start they were looking for no and let's not forget Stuart Lancaster is a new coach in Racing so I think he uh, yeah he saw he saw you know the the work that that he needs to take uh, to make sure that Racing is is on top of the the league for the for the Champions Cup competition. Uh, next week, actually, this week, Racing 92 is going to Ireland. It's going to play against Ulster. Yeah, against Ulster. Ulster didn't have the best of starts to their campaign, did they? So, um, they'll be looking to try and uh, make up the disappointment of last weekend with a, with a, a win at, in Ulster. But you know, Raven Hill's a tough place to go, uh, so it won't be easy over there. And if the weather's bad, it's going to be even tougher. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I would love to see Racing 92 win. I think it would be good for their morale to win. But Ulster again has been, you know, lost last week. And they are obviously, they are going to defend their fortress. And also, you know, Racing 92 will have to, to fight in the Irish winter. Whereas in, in the stadium, it's all nice and cosy and... So it's going to be a bit of a of a shock to to their system, but uh, we, uh, we... yeah, very passionate supporters at Ravenhill. They get right behind Ulster, don't they? Exactly, so, exactly. If the weather's bad and the the crowd are behind them, it's it really is a hostile environment up there. Mm, mm. Let's let's wait and see. I'm hoping for win for for Racing ninety two, of course, being French. Oh, a team that really really surprised all of us. I think we're very pleased for. Uh, it was Bayonne. Bayonne. They were only two years ago. They were playing the Pro D two, and they they drew seventeen to seventeen against Munster. 
yeah, that was a tremendous result at Home and Park to get that result. Uh, Seventeen all draw at Munster, and uh, you know the young, young uh, touchline touchline conversion that uh, got the draw for Bayonne. That was fantastic, and uh, you know that was probably one of the most pleasing results of the of the whole round. Uh, that uh, draw at uh, Munster because I don't, I don't think anybody really gave. Uh, by on much much hope or much chance uh, traveling all the way to Munster to play play them in their backyard but that performance was really really good so something to build on for Bayonne. Yes and tonight Bayonne is welcoming Glasgow Warriors in Stade Jean Dauger so If you can, I would say for our listeners, if you can watch that game, do it. I think it's going to be shown in France 2 in France of uh, and be into uh, in, in in the UK and other other channels, other paid channels, I believe. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good game, and uh, I think down there in in Bayonne at uh, Stade uh, Jean Dauger, the, the 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 crowd will certainly get behind their their team, especially on the back of last week's result, and uh, they will make it a formidable place for Glasgow to go to. And of course, Glasgow didn't have the best of starts either last week in their in in, in the Champions Cup, so they'll be looking to try and bounce back. But I think it's going to be a very toughy. Tough evening for them down in Bayonne. Yes, definitely. And she just mentioned Jean Doguerre. So Jean Doguerre is how British people, you know, pronounce it. Uh, Jean Doguerre is what, what, how a French person would, uh, would yeah, pronounce. It is very true, Jean, Jean Doguerre. Jean Doguerre, yeah. But it, it's good anyway. But we can say both, I suppose, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're English. Um, so... Yeah, I can't wait to hear, you know, la, la, the, 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 the Bayonne anthem. What is it called again? La... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's, that's a song that we, we heard during the World Cup, you know, in the Stade de France and so on. Yeah, it's becoming like a French national anthem for, for French rugby. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, and the passion, and the passion as well from the supporters is amazing. Absolutely. It's always a great place to go and, and uh, watch rugby. Great and, experience. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that uh, the southwest part of France, you know, Lourdes, Pau, Bayonne, uh, all these areas, they are uh, very rich in rugby culture. Yeah. Bayonne is a rugby town like uh, Pau, like uh, Castres. So, yes, yeah, it's going to be an, an amazing atmosphere. I'm guessing, you know, Bayonne is going to win because... They haven't lost any games in Jean Dauger. I think they've been, they, they won at least, is it 23 consecutive times in the top 14? I will, de- I will be double checking these figures next week, but it's been a long time si- since they've lost uh, in their fortress. Yeah, it really is a fortress down there, as I said. <laughs> Marvellous. Great, great place to go and watch rugby. Yeah. If you, if you ever get the chance to go to, to Bayonne, then do it because you won't regret it. And do you know what Bayonne is famous for? In terms of food? Food? Oh, well, I should think um, uh, there must be a, must be a sausage somewhere. <laughs> sausage. Les saucisses de Toulouse. Uh, Toulouse is well known for its sausage. 
this Toulouse <laughs> and for his cassoulet. But you know what? You're not too far. It's a meaty dish as well. I'm sure that Michel Roux probably knows about it. It's le jambon, le jambon de Bayonne, which is kind of um, a kind yeah. of raw type of, of ham you can eat with raclette. For our French uh, aficionado, if you ever go to Bayonne, get some, some ham. Good, good party meal for, for, for living in the Pyrenees. After, for, for la troisième mi-temps, after a good game as well. Lots of red wine yeah. and so, <laughs> jambon de Bayonne. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> definitely, definitely. La, la belle vie française. So let's talk about, oh, another game. Oh, Cell Shark against Stade Français. Well, actually, not much to say. Uh, the score was 28 to 5. They really did uh, see off Stade Français and it, Stade Francais just didn't seem to turn up, did they? Because uh, they were, uh, well, as I said, well beaten 28 points to five. And there wasn't really a lot to take out of that game for Stade Francais. I think they're going to come away and try and regroup and play in the Stade, Stade Jean-Bois this Sunday against Leicester and hope they can get a get a better result. But no, it didn't look good at all at, at Sale. And it's going to be tough day in the office. On paper, it looks like a win to Leicester, but hopefully I'm, I'm wrong. And I have to say, you no, know, traveling to South Africa is a long way for the Irish and Scottish and the French team as well. And we're talking about eight hours by plane. And then obviously there is a change of the system because it's summer over there as well. So Southern Hemisphere. So there are lots of ta- factors to take into account. It's not like, you know, driving two hours to, uh, to their local, uh, to their no, <laughs> local no, down. No, it's not easy And um, let's see, I mean, La Rochelle have got that prospect to look forward to this weekend, haven't they? Going out to play the Stormers. Mm-hmm. So it's not much... Not very easy for them. I think they're, they've got there already. They've been there a couple of days trying to acclimatise. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's not. They're not going to be easy because they, they really do want to bounce back after a disappointing loss last weekend to to Leinster at mm-hmm. Marcel de Flandre. I know the, the weather was pretty awful at La Rochelle. Absolutely driving rain. It absolutely suited Leinster to a tee. But no, a loss by 16 points to nine for La Rochelle at home wasn't the start they were looking for. You know what? It was like payback time for Leinster because La Rochelle beat them twice in the last two years. And yet the weather was absolutely atrocious. It was raining cats and dogs, the sky opened. They should be used to, I suppose, both sides of the Atlantic, maybe more Leinster because they are in La Rochelle, it's got probably more sunny days. But uh, yes, I didn't start too well for the team of Ronan Ogara. Uh, and then we talked, uh, you know, the last game of the weekend was Racing 92 against Queens. And again, big highlight was Marcus Smith, who was phenomenal. Yeah, he, he certainly ran the show, didn't he, at La Défense? I thought he, he was a standout player. So, yeah, I mean, great cup, great comeback by Quinns they really did sort of uh, especially in the second half take the game by the scruff of the neck and really and really impose their their their, their rhythm on the match and uh, Rasting just didn't seem to have any answers very disappointing for a, a team that's been going quite well in the top 14 Definitely. So as a recap, you know, uh, round two, so tonight, it's going to be Northampton, Northampton Saints against Toulon, as well as mm. Bayonne against Glasgow. Mm. Two good matches there. Um, 
going to be very hard for Toulon at Northampton. Northampton had a good win, didn't they, up, at, up in Scotland last weekend. So it's going to be hard for Toulon, but they really do need to get something on the road today, uh, tonight rather, up at uh, Franklin's Garden. So, yeah, we'll have to see how that one goes. But not, you know, uh, Toulon will hope to get back, but it's going to be a tough night. Yes, and tomorrow, uh, South African team DHL Stormers is going to visit um, La Rochelle. Uh, so, a shock to the system, I suppose, for, for them as well, uh, weather-wise and travel-wise. I think La Rochelle would back the win. Then we'll have Bordeaux against Bristol Bear. My, uh, I think Bordeaux will win only just. Then Lyon against Vodacom. Uh, Ulster against Racing 92 and on Sunday we'll have Queens against Toulouse I think that would be the match of the weekend to watch and then Stade Francais against Leicester yeah it's going to be as you say that uh, Harlequins Toulouse match is probably the game that catches my eye and I think that that's going to be a, a, a big game um, and I think well I think Toulouse could Well, get a good result there. I think. I think they've certainly got the uh, the uh, ammunition and the game to to beat Harlequins, but it's it's going to be mightily tough. They're going to have to find a way to keep Marcus Smith quiet. Yes, and I think the reason, uh, one of the reasons why maybe the English team are doing so well, and they won seven out of the eight teams were playing in the Champions Cup last weekend, except uh, Saracen who lost in South Africa, but we. What we need to realize is that the English Championship <laughs> comprises of 10 teams now, if I'm not incorrect. So therefore, you know, they've got more pools of players to leverage. And it's only last, I think, 18 rounds, whereas the French, the top 14, <laughs> last 26 rounds. So maybe it could be one of the reasons why. Uh, and also, you know, the hangover from our general from our officers, you know, from the World Cup as well. But I think they're recovering. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's, it's, you've got a valid point there. Um, it, 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 could, it could be argued that perhaps the, the, the premiership is not as intense as the top 14. Top 14, it, it, you know, it's always an, an intense competition, isn't it? Because the French teams take it so much. Take it, it really is the, 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 main, the main result or the main competition for them in the season and all the games in the top 14 are, are very very competitive you can't say that about the premiership in England you know some of the, so there are some games which are, are not as competitive as others so yeah it's, it is it's a valid point that you make but in this day and age with the, the squads that most teams have they should be able to cope with that without too much problem Yes, to be continued, to be continued. <laughs> so, Bill, it was a pleasure to speak with you as usual. And we'll be back uh, narrating the top 14. We will. And... Are you playing Mother Christmas or am I playing Father Christmas? <laughs> Whatever. Of course. The, 
they have a Boxing Day, their Boxing Day matches, don't they? There's yes. A, which seems to go on forever. Yes. But they love to call it the Boxing Day games, don't they? Yes. Yeah. So on that note, Joyeux Noël. Joyeux Noël. And uh, let's review the games very soon. Au revoir. Au revoir. À bientôt. À bientôt. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding-ding-dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille.